Helen was out selling religious books door to door when suddenly, as she approached the next house, a voice spoke to her saying, a man will open the door and he needs the great controversy, which is the name of a book. What was the meaning of this mysterious voice and would the man even accept the book that she was carrying? You'll find out next on this episode of Better Life Today. This podcast is brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Since 1990, Better Life has been providing Bible-based religious programming to the public. For more information, including how you can view Better Life's channels on your TV or digital device, how you can contact us, or even how to make a donation, please visit blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, I'm Doug Garcia, and welcome to this episode of Better Life Today. With me is Sayudi Rodriguez. Sayudi, welcome. Thank you. We get to do another one of our favorite kinds of programs. Yes, yes. And that is the programs of stories. I really like them. Yeah. Now, you and your husband, of course, um, manage the... Uh, the Vida Mejor, the Spanish, Spanish channel. channel here yes. at Better Life. Mm -hmm. And often when we start this kind of a program, I ask you for an update on the project that you're working on. And that is you have a couple of foster kids that are taking up your attention and your love and your time right now. Yes. More than a project, it's just a chapter in our lives, and we love it so much. Um, you know, one thing that I've noticed is how, not only in this chapter, but in different occasions, you're trying to help someone, and then you end up being the person that gets the help the most. Yes. And one thing that I've learned a lot with the kids is um, just the purity of their thoughts and the, the simplicity of how they talk to God mm -hmm. in prayer. And so I wanted to share a little story that happened. Um, we w I was picking them up from a school and they came into the car and as we were driving away, um, we heard this ambulance and firefighters, you know, and they were just going at it. And uh, our little girl immediately said, we need to pray, we need to pray. Um, but at the same time, we were listening to music or something. Mm -hmm. And so we kept singing. And then the little boy is like, we need to pray. And we're like, <laughs> okay, okay. So I said, why don't you pray? Now, is this common for you guys to yeah, pray? Yeah, oh, you... every single time. An ambulance, you know, a, a if they even see a police car stopping someone from speeding or something, yeah. they just want to pray. Oh. And so he said, you know, we need to pray. And so I was like, okay, why don't you pray? And he starts with his prayer, you know, dear God, please help the people. I hope it was not an accident. And if they're hurt, help them not to be scared and help the people in the ambulance to be nice to them. And oh. he's going on and on about it. And towards the end, he's, he's getting ready to close his prayer, right? Uh -huh. So he's like, and so thank you. And, Jesus, and then he goes, oh, and God, if it's a parade, then I guess it's okay. <laughs> you know, if it's a parade, maybe they're going to the parade, so there's no need, you know. So he was trying to help. cover everything. Yeah, every single area. Good or bad. Yes. Oh, cool. And he was just so cute. I was like trying to not laugh, you know, not to laugh in the prayer. <laughs> like, in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, that's say, so sweet. Kids say some of the most innocent prayers and just yes. from their hearts. You know? And that's how we should be, too, yeah. you know, just talking to the Lord as like a friend. Like little children. Yeah. That's right. Well, we chose a Bible verse for today. Yes. It's short, but powerful. It is. And it's in the book of Job, Job 9, verse 4. Could you read that for us? I'd be happy to. It says, God is wise in heart and mighty in strength. God Let me is, repeat that. Yeah. God is wise in heart and mighty in strength. So a lot of times we do this program because we want to tell of the works of the Lord, mm -hmm. which are mighty. Right. You know, whether it's he's saving somebody by 
uh, having them rescued in some way, or just helping somebody pay the bills. Uh, he's able to handle it all, right? Yes. Big or small. And so we want to emphasize God's might. Amen. But also there's the aspect of his wisdom. Because like a wise parent, when a kid comes to you, you, you should know this by now, do you always say yes? No. Yeah, they, and they want a lot of things, don't <laughs> yes. they? Yes. Sometimes the things are, are good, they're okay. Mm -hmm. But you know, because of your adult wisdom, that it's yes. not good for them. Mm -hmm. And so you say, no, we won't do that right, right. now. Mm -hmm. And are the kids, the kids always say, oh, that's great, mom, we, we yeah, don't care. Yeah, they're not always happy. <laughs> no, they're not always happy. So in, in the same way, in God's wisdom, we also want to you know, leave things with him. We're going to be telling stories that talk about the wisdom of God in helping us mm -hmm. and in helping us make choices and all kinds of things That's right. in just a few minutes. But I wanted to take that idea of God's wisdom. And what I like, especially in nature, is to see, you know, man thinks we're, we're all smart, mankind. You know, we came up with all these ideas. We've got planes and computers and all these things. But, you know, I, I don't, there's very few things probably that we can point to that God didn't do first. Mm. And I made a short list. Oh, okay. To kind of give you an idea. For example, you know, we, we say, oh, we have sonar and radar. Mm. But, you know, dolphins and bats, they had that long before. Long before. <laughs> we say, oh, you know, we can fly now. But for many years, we couldn't. Mankind couldn't fly. But birds were always able to. And those big birds, they just glide. They get up on those yes. uh, thermals and things. And they can just fly for hours and hours. Uh, well, we have filters. You know, we filter uh, fluids and stuff. Mm. Well, God gave us kidneys that do a, a really remarkable job. Kidneys filter the blood, they take out what is bad, and they put back those things our body needs hmm. without us even worrying about it. Yes. So God had that covered first. Computers, well, God made the human mind first. That's right. Uh, we have cameras, uh, but God made the human eye. Incredible. Mm -hmm. We have weather protection, but God made fur for the animals to protect them first. Yes. Uh, explosives. Hmm. Where do you what think you God? Where do you think God? God invented explosives. There's a little beetle that we like to talk about called the bombardier beetle. Okay. And its defense mechanism is it turns, and as I recall, two chemicals get mixed in its inside of it and explode out against whatever's attacking it. Oh. So God had explosives first. The skunk. <laughs> the skunk <laughs> is another one. That's more scent chemical <laughs> warfare right there. We have um, oh Velcro. Most, I think many people already know that Velcro came about because of those little burrs on mm. the uh, thistles outside. That's wow. where that came. And drills, oh, there's, a, there's something called the horntail wasp that has a little drill on back. Mm. And using two little pieces in the back tail, it's able to drill in to put a place for it to lay its eggs. Wow. But it, it's very efficient and hardly has to use any effort to make that drill work. Once again, God thought of it first. Yeah. And here's something I like. As I've flown over the years, I've noticed, have you noticed when you go to the airport, you see uh, planes at the very ends of their wings. It folds up now. Mm -hmm. It used to be straight. Right. But now it folds up at the very tips. Do you know why they do that? Why? They're imitating nature again, God's design. The large birds that soar have little, they call winglets, I think, at the ends of their wings. And it cuts down on turbulence. And so when airplanes, when jets started doing the same thing, they saved a ton of money on fuel. But God did it first. So we're talking about the wisdom of God. Yeah. Now, there is a story that we started with. Mm -hmm. And that was the lady who was out selling books. We call them call porters. They go door to door and they have religious books. And this lady was working in, uh, I think it was the summer of 2015, in the city of Battle Creek, Michigan. Okay. And she was going door to door sharing the books that she had. And 
she started her day and she realized, oh, I have not asked the Lord to help me today. Mm. So she stopped and prayed and said, Lord, help me this day. Well, it wasn't that long afterwards that she's coming up to a house. And just like I spoke to a moment ago, as she approached the house, a voice from nowhere spoke to her and said, a man will open the door and he needs the great controversy. Hmm. Well, the great controversy is a book that we have. It's a religious book about um, from the time of Christ until the second History. coming. Yeah. yeah, it's a historical kind of religious book. And boy, that was, what, do you, what would you think? So you're walking down the pathway and a voice tells you the next, the next, this man's going to need this book. Hmm. Uh, do you think it got her attention? It probably did, it did. yes. <laughs> yeah, she did. She goes up to the door and sure enough, a man opens the door. Yeah. And she starts to give her little talk about the books that she's selling. And they've always taught, taught her to make friends first. And so she talks about this book. She shows him a health book. Mm -hmm. And then she shows him that book, The Great Controversy. That's the book he's interested in. But uh, he says, but I don't have any money. Oh, now she's in a little bit of a trouble. Mm. He needs it. Right. He doesn't have money. She knows he needs it because the voice told her he needed it. So what's she going to do? So she makes a suggestion. Go inside, try to find some change, and mm. maybe you'll have enough change. Wow. He goes inside, gathers up some change. He has a handful of change, but it doesn't add up to the amount of money. And he says, no, sorry, I can't take your book unless Aww. I pay for it. She goes, no, please take it. No, I won't take your book unless I can pay for it. But here, you can have this change. So he gives her the change. She turns around and starts to leave the house thinking, He needs it. Yeah, he needs it. I failed my mission, whatever she's thinking. Yeah. And as she, gets, she doesn't get too far when she trips. All of a sudden, the change in her hands falls Everywhere. all over the floor. She runs back and gives him the book and says, Hold on to this. And then she goes and starts to pick up the change. And you know what happens when she's done picking up the change? Run. No, she turns and starts walking away. Yes. And the man says, I would have hey, done hey, that too. <laughs> yeah, hey, you forgot your book. And she turns around and says, No, you can keep it. Oh. And he just shakes his head and says, uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming he shook his head and said, Thank you. you won. Yeah. You won. Mm -hmm. He finally gives in, you know, and so she's walking away. But that's not the end of the story. About an hour later, she is now in a little more affluent neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She walks up to a home and knocks on the door. A lady this time opens the door and the lady goes, um, hi, and she starts her speech again. And the lady goes, excuse me. Now, the girl's name was Helen. Okay. Excuse me. You're Helen? And she goes, yes. Now, she's never seen this lady before. Hmm. She goes, Helen, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. Oh. This morning at worship time, I was reading my Bible when the Lord impressed me that a Helen would be stopping by my house today hmm. and that she would need to have $20 for a man who needed the great controversy but wouldn't be able to afford it. Can you believe that? And at that, she reaches in and pulls out a check she's already Can made out oh, wow. for $20 and says, here, I made out the check. I just need to know, who do I make it out to? Aww. Can you believe that? that so good. this Helen is affirmed in two ways that that man really needed that book, both in the fact that she heard the voice and then in this lady right. who was impressed by right. God, have money ready. She's going to need money for that book. Mm. Isn't that incredible? That's God, 100%. So, that's, 100%. so when, you, when you work for God, you, you take advantage of his wisdom. Mm -hmm. He will guide you and, because we don't have that kind of wisdom. But the Lord can say, do this, do that. That's right. That's right. And that you reminds me. a story me, about yes, wisdom? Yeah. About wisdom, the wisdom of God. I have a friend, my very close friend of mine, one of my best friends. Her name is Latoya. Mm -hmm. And Latoya, um, she, she gave her heart to the Lord and she really wanted to serve God. And she decided to go to Mexico to learn Spanish. And when she got there, she had so many bad experiences with men, uh, boyfriends, you know. And so when she got there, she was like, I'm here to study. 
That's all. No boyfriend, no nothing. Mm. And um, one day, one of the ladies at the, at the university, she invited um, Latoya and other friends to come to her house. And she said, I want to have something for you. So it was a dinner. And, and then after the dinner, um, everybody was leaving. And Latoya left her sweater in the house. So she goes back. And the lady says, yes, here's your sweater. And she goes, I have a question for you. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> and she says, oh, no, 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 no. And she goes, well, what kind of man would you like to marry? And she goes, I actually don't want to get married. <laughs> and she said to her, honey, you shouldn't say that. And she said, what if God has someone for you? And you're telling him, no, thank you. And she goes, why don't you go and pray about it? <laughs> you know? So, you know, this lady, she's older than her. <laughs> you know, she's not going to start talking to her about it. no, no, no. So she was like, OK, I'll go pray about it. And she went to the dorm, and when she got there, she started praying, and she started saying, God, I don't want to get married. But this lady is telling me that if, you know, maybe I'm telling you, no thank you for someone that you already have planned for me. Maybe there's a big blessing out there, and she's right. rejecting it. Yes. So then she says to God, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to make it very hard for you. <laughs> if you do have someone for me, mm -hmm. this is what I want. I want him to be tall. I want him to have strong hands. I want him to play an instrument. I want him to know a lot about the Bible, lots. And I want him to speak English. She's in Mexico, <laughs> you know? So she's like, I, you know, he's not going to do so this. So she, she felt pretty confident. Oh, yes. She was like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it has to happen when I'm here, she said. Mm -hmm. So she, she closes her prayer, and she's thinking it's not going to happen. And, and the thing is, she was going to go back home mm -hmm. in one week. Oh. And so she was like, you just have one week to find oh. the perfect man, you know, that she had she described. She thought pretty safe. Yeah. Oh, and another thing that she said was, he has to have curly hair, um, brown skin, and he needs to love children. <laughs> you know, she had a big list. And yes. so the week goes by, and it was Friday that she was supposed to fly back home. Friday comes. And she realizes, where's my ticket? And she starts looking for her ticket here and there and everywhere. Can't find the ticket. She calls them and she says, you know, I can't find my ticket. Could you just, could I just go like that? And they said, sorry, no. So she misses her plane, her flight to go back home. And she is able to get another one for Sunday. Mm -hmm. So it's one extra day, right? So Saturday comes, she goes to church feeling pretty sad about, oh, I, I could have been at home now, but okay, I'm here. And she gets there, and she's sitting with her friend, and as she's, I mean, everybody's speaking Spanish, right? So she's listening to some, but then she just goes into her Bible, and she's reading her Bible, and all of a sudden, someone in the platform, they said, um, now we're going to have so-and-so who's going to give us special music. And the friend goes, hey, that's the guy I told you you needed to meet. That's my friend. And she's like, oh, forget it. And she just keeps reading, you know, just uh -huh. not thinking anything about it. And the guy starts playing the guitar and singing very nice. And, she's, and it's in Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. So she's like, and she kind of like starts looking up little by little. And she sees this big hand <laughs> and the guitar, right? And uh -huh. she starts looking and he's very tall. And he has curly hair uh -oh. and brown skin, you oh, know? Boy. And she's like, hmm. Check, check, check. And then she thinks, oh, no, but, you know, he speaks Spanish. You know, yeah. it's not going to work. So then 
church is over, they go back home, and when they're there, they're having lunch, and they're talking about the Bible, like about Bible verses and all these different things between her friend and her. Mm -hmm. And as they're doing that, there's a knock on the door. And they go. their friend goes and opens the door, and it's the guy. So, Chris, you know, I wanted you to meet my friend Latoya. And Latoya is thinking, what in the world? And, you know, but he speaks Spanish. And he's like, oh, hi, and, and introduces himself. Mm -hmm. And she's thinking, wow, he does speak English, you know? Mm. And then she goes, well, there's one more thing. What um, does he know things about the Bible? You know, mm -hmm. is he spiritual? Let's see about this. So Latoya continues talking to her friend about a certain passage that, you know, in the Bible it says this and this, in such book and such chapter. And they're talking about it, and he interrupts them, and he goes, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to let you know, it's not that chapter. It's actually this chapter and this verse. And then he starts getting into the conversation, and this guy, you know, he knows his Bible. Mm -hmm. And so she's thinking, hmm. This is really, really strange. You know, everything that she had asked. Mm -hmm. And she's thinking, but God, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And so she prays about it. And she goes, okay, okay, you're scaring me a little bit, but I'm leaving tomorrow, so it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. she, she, she leaves. She goes back home. Mm -hmm. And she's thinking, see, you just gave me a tease, but, you know, it's not going to work. Well, she's at home, and a couple of weeks go by, and then she gets a phone call. And she lived in Boston. Mm -hmm. So she was there and she gets this phone call from the guy. And he says, oh, hi, Latoya. I was just calling you because I'm here. I'm going to be here this summer. And I just wanted to see if maybe you wanted to come with me and, you know, show me around. And, and, just, and oh. long story short, they're now married. They have a little boy <laughs> and he loves children. And they have this beautiful music ministry, but at the same time, they go around and they just share of how God brought them together. That's amazing. So now, yes. now what does she say about her almost missing her <laughs> yeah, blessing? Yeah, she says, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> that is an yes. awesome story. God is awesome able story. to do that and much, much more. And she does say um, that God gave her the desires of her heart and much, much more. Oh, that is awesome. Wow. But she was willing. Yeah. She was willing to allow God to... See, when you, when you let God make your decisions for you, yes. it's better. It works out better. Don't try to do your own thing. Say, God, go for him. You know, ask him advice. Yes. There was a story that I wanted to share mm -hmm. about uh, God's wisdom because sometimes things don't always turn out the way we expect. Mm -hmm. And it's because I believe God's wisdom. Right. Let me tell you a story. Pastor Brown shared a story about a lady in his congregation who had an eye problem. Mm. She goes to the eye doctor, they begin to treat her, and then they come to the place where they say, we can't do anything more for your eye. And the eye, that one eye, ends up going blind. Mm. Oh. Well, you know, how would you feel? You lose one of your eyes, the vision in one of your eyes, it's pretty devastating. She, but, she, but she has an idea. Mm -hmm. Because in the Bible, in James 5.14, there's a text that says, gather the elders together and pray and anoint with oil. So she asked her pastor, would you bring the elders over and would you please have an anointing for me that God might heal my eye? So that's not uncommon, people do that. And so they came over, they got a group of elders, they came over and they prayed and they did what they did and they anointed her and miraculously the eyesight was restored. Mm. It came back. Wow. When the doctor said that was it. Wonderful. God knows. But that's not the end of the story. Okay. The story goes on. Then the other eye comes down with the same condition. Mm. She goes to the eye doctor. They try to treat her, but slowly, and then finally, 
it's gone. The vision in the other eye is gone. So what do you think she does? She calls up the pastor. <laughs> pastor, I need if you will gather the elders again and anoint me again, my other eye has become blind. So they gather together, the same elders, same pastor, same lady. Mm. They do just like they did before. And afterwards, not healed. Okay. The eye stays blind. What happened? The pastor's thinking one day, what happened? We had the same elders, we had the same, same um, we did the same thing, same lady, same condition, mm -hmm. but a different outcome. Well, he's pondering this, and the lady comes up to him. She says, Pastor, the Lord has revealed to me why he did not answer my prayer like he did the first time. And the pastor's curious, I'm curious, everyone's yes. curious, why? And she says, the Lord showed me that the first time he healed me, he was asking me, do you believe that I can? The second time he did not heal me, God was asking me, will you trust me even if I don't? Oh. Which are both very important things to do. It's important to have faith in God, and it's important to trust him even when you don't get your way. Yes. Both those lessons are very important. And she felt that God was saying that mm -hmm. is the lesson for you. That's true. So things don't always go our way. That's right. But we can trust God. Even when he says no, we trust him. There's a reason. Yeah. God knows the reasons. Now you had a you we, you shared a little bit of a story on one of our previous episodes. Yes. That was one of those stories where things did not go as planned. Mm -hmm. um, my friend, another friend of mine's, yeah. Lenin. Lenin was a student. Uh, we were both together in the same class, mm -hmm. and he wanted to be a pastor. It was his heart desire. He loved the Lord, mm -hmm. and he was one guy that always had a smile. He was really honest. He was like the best guy in town, you know, and, <laughs> and he had, he was so in love with this girl mm -hmm. and they got married. He graduated. He became a pastor and pastors in Mexico, mm -hmm. they don't give them one church. They give them lots of churches. And I remember Lenin went to one um, state in Mexico and he was, um, he had many, many churches. And then they gave him a call to go to a place in Mexico where things were very dangerous there mm -hmm. um, in Chihuahua. <laughs> that's the name and, of it? Well, that's the name of the state. The, the city was Ciudad Juarez. And so everybody was saying, don't go. Don't go there. It's too dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of drugs going on, shootings. Just don't go. And they kept telling him. But he loved God so much. And he was like, if I don't go, who? Who will? And so he prayed with his wife, their little boy, and they decided to go. So they moved there, and he had 10 churches. 10? Yes, that he was um, responsible, helping with, for, yeah. responsible for. And um, one day, he got to talk to his wife, and he said, you know, we need to kind of plan. If something were to happen to one of us, um, what's our goal, you know, here? We need to talk about these things. And they both decided, you know, we need to go to heaven. That's our desire. No matter if it's just one of us or two of us, you know, we need to remember that that's our goal. It's like a heaven. family goal? Yeah, our family goal uh -huh. to make it to heaven. And in our way to us making it to heaven, uh -huh. to share the good news to as many people as possible. 
so that it's not just us, you know, it's everybody. lots of people, everybody going. And so he was very faithful going church to church. And one night um, he was making his visits. Mm -hmm. And as he came to a house to make a visit, he and the, one of the head elders of one of his churches, um, they made the visit. It was a great visit, good results. And when they came outside of the house, they went into their car and they, they waited a little bit. They were talking about, wasn't that wonderful? And just, you know, I guess they were talking about what had happened inside. And a truck came by and they started shooting. Out of the truck? Out of the truck, to the car, um, by mistake. They thought that it was some, it was someone else not like, knowing like, like that gang this, related yes, or something? yes. And so they, they shot my friend and both him and the head elder died that night. Oh, and it was huge news because they had heard of killings here and there, but this was a pastor who yeah. loved the Lord, you know, and, and so it was guy. shocking to, to the city, yeah. uh, to the, their church, their family but also to the classmates and the pastors, you know? And so for his, um, for his service, his funeral service, all the pastors, the friends were there. And I remember they had them. You want to show? We have a picture of the family. Yeah. We have a picture of Lenin with his wife, their little boy, and actually she was seven months pregnant oh. when, when Lenin died. So when he passed, they, had, they really had two kids. Yes, yes, wow. they did. And so for the funeral, it was very interesting because they had all the pastors in the front and the person who was conducting or who was leading into the funeral, he said, we're going to take attendance like they used to do it at, you know, when he was taking the classes. So he goes, pastor so-and-so, and they would say, here. And it was a line of pastors, right, all next to the casket. Yes. And they would say, Pastor so-and-so here, Pastor so-and-so here. And at the end, they said, Pastor Lenin Avila. And when they said his name, all the pastors in the front, they all said, here, here, here. You know, letting them know, you know, he was here. Mm. And one day he will be able to say here. Now, the most beautiful thing is that the wife, I don't know how she did it, but she went up in front to speak. And she said, my husband's goal was to let as many people know about God. And it's not over. She said, now it's my turn. Mm. She said, we talked about this. She said, now I need to tell you, let's get ready because Jesus is coming and, and we get to see him again, you know? And so I believe that even though it was something very sad that happened that many of us for some time were like, why? He was so good, so nice. Um, he was able to minister to even more people than when he was alive. You know, God used this tragedy and turned it in a way that now his wife says, you know, this is a way that opened doors in an amazing way for us, for the church. But even the pastors there, mm -hmm. they were determined, you know, we need to continue. He was not afraid to go to that place, even though he knew that he could lose his life. It was danger. Yeah, that it was dangerous. And so you see um, God's power in that death is not over for him. He can still do something beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that the family made that goal. Yes. You know, I have, I have, a, fa I have a friend, uh, another family that I'm a friends with. They did the same thing. Mm. When they would have their family worships, they would say, what's our family goal? Our family goal is that we will all be together in heaven someday. Amen. I mean, when you say that over and over to a kid, 
uh, growing up, it, it really locks it in. Mm -hmm. We know what our goal is. We know where we're headed. And it influences them. Yes. You know, there's so much we could say about God's power and his wisdom. But I want to refer back to the story about the, the girl that was going house to house with the book. Friends, if you'd like a copy of that book, The Great Controversy, give us a call and we will try to send you one free. This podcast was brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Visit our webpage at blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. There you'll find more information about the ministry and other programs we think you'll enjoy. You can also send us a note via our webpage, and we'd love to hear from you. Better Life also has a YouTube channel that you can access by going to youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. That's youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to search for all the Better Life TV podcasts. Until next time, God bless.